House. In this episode of Our House, we welcome Sophia Koopman from award-winning internet provider Community Fibre. We find out more about how broadband has the potential to bring communities together. And I finally get my head around what a gigabit is and how it can make our Wi-Fi smooth and seamless. Something we all want at the moment. I guess I would describe a sense of wealth of a community that's proud, that's made of different cultures, who are strong and evolving and they welcome opportunity. Hello and welcome to Our House. I'm Helen Yu and today I'm very pleased to welcome Sophia Koopman who is Business Development Director at Community Fibre. Welcome Sophia, how are you doing? Yes Helen, thank you so much for inviting me to our house. We're really pleased you're here and as we continue our chat we'll find out a bit more about your partnership with Eastern Homes which is incredibly exciting in terms of looking at making the broadband way more accessible for people. I wanted to start and ask you a little bit about your role at Community Fibre. I know the aims of your organisation is better internet for everyone and that you're very London focused. Can you tell us who Community Fibre are and what your plans are? I guess if I just set the context, the government wants to replace the outdated uh, telecoms legacy infrastructure with what's known as full fibre or fibre to the home. And the target Boris Johnson referred to was every home have a gigabit connection by 2025. So East End Homes, by signing away legal permission for us to deploy our network on their buildings, means that they're ahead of the curve. Community Fibre is what's known as an alternative network provider, or an alt-net, and we provide broadband TV and phone using the latest technology, which is fibre to the home. And we use non-tax payers' money to build a new telecoms infrastructure, delivering fibre to the home, and it's free of charge to landlords. And the investment we're putting into this new infrastructure is really significant. We've raised £500 million so far, and more recently, right in the middle of a pandemic, £400 million from Deutsche Telekom Capital Partners. Our teams work with London's largest landlords to sign legal permissions so that we can put the cables onto the buildings. And we've been really successful to date, signing over 50% of London borough councils to bring this technology. And we've been very fortunate to work with East End Homes. So through private and public funding, is that fair to say? Is that correct? You are basically updating our broadband systems to homes across London boroughs. I think there's quite a lot of London boroughs you're now involved in. That's right. We've got an aim of 1 million homes in London by 2023 because no real operator does London really well. I think what's really interesting is that most people don't realise that the broadband supplying their home is actually quite out of date and that's the reason why it freezes. But the new systems that you're introducing really are going to help speeds in homes across London and the fact that we're all so reliant on broadband now it's an essential as the last 12 months has shown it's putting us in good stead to live our lives on a daily basis. Yeah that's right and what's really interesting is that we're able to deploy into communities we can really add value with free digital inclusion and training and 
employment. We're a large employer, growing company. And also we can offer free connections to community centres and libraries. All of the pricing is really competitive. So we've got a package. The lowest speed is 50 megabits per second. And you can purchase that for £20 per month. So it's really good value as well. Great. And I know what you just touched upon, community centres, that you've created free, fast, accessible Wi-Fi in over 93 community centres. So that's really making it accessible for anybody, uh, particularly older residents who can't always grapple with Wi-Fi and internet and broadband completely understandably, but they're in the support of a community centre. If you think of the government as digital by default, you touched on elderly people, they might not have a smartphone. So it's really just trying to encourage them perhaps in a library with devices to set up a Gmail account and navigate NHS or start to self-serve if they've got to book a repair, the housing association's portal. So it's a whole sort of digital transformation, but our free digital inclusion classes are also fun as well. I mean, I'm talking about essential services here, but actually we can do YouTube videos as well, which can do loom knitting. We've got a fabulous team on the ground that just live and breathe it but they make it fun yeah and that's so vital isn't it it's quite obvious for us but actually if you've never used a computer before then it is quite a daunting process or even using it on your smartphone so to make it relatable to make it fun is is incredibly valuable to get people interested in the first place i think it was in 2020 you guys won an award for your broadband was that because of the value perspective was it because of your community focus We won quite a few. uh, And one of the awards was to do with how we reacted in a pandemic and what we did to support. So we were very fortunate in that we'd cabled 10,000 properties for a housing association called Poplar Harka. And we just supported them immediately because they had a partnership with schools. It was a lot around how we reacted in a COVID pandemic, but we've also won quite a lot of awards around customer service. Yeah. Tell us about that, because I think that's really important and can quite often be an issue for people. We've got an 0800 London-based customer service. And what's really unique about the people in customer services is that they're really multilingual. And if you think about London, is that there are just so many different languages. We offer a fair representation of speaking to people locally when they call up for a service. Or obviously, they can book online, of course. So it's all about making things as accessible and as easy as possible for people. You've won an award for your response to helping communities in COVID. But what have been your key learnings for your organisations over the last 12 months? So big question, actually, Helen. So COVID threw a big spotlight on connectivity. So as a telecoms operator, we're deemed as key workers. So we realised that many London boroughs were super keen to engage with us and sign permissions to enable our footprint to expand. So we've now signed over half of all London boroughs. But in terms of the very beginning, we had to act quickly to implement the correct protocols immediately to ensure regular testing, obtaining the PPE, keeping safe distance so we didn't worry the communities we were working in. And we realised that 
while we were still functioning, we could really help. So our engineers were delivering food parcels in partnership with Food Cycle. We were probably one of the first companies to support primary school kids in Tower Hamlets. Yeah, and digital poverty. COVID has really shone a spotlight on it's probably something a lot of us take for granted, the fact that we can just go online in an instant. But you were able to support young people whose classes were completely taken online. I know there was quite a lot of coverage about how in some families there was six, seven people over a mobile phone trying to fit into their classes and lessons and the delivery of tablets has obviously helped them. It's been a lot of work for you guys over the last 12 months, but lots of learnings and also some really healthy connections. For those that aren't familiar with broadband and technology, people can sometimes be a bit scared, a bit daunted. Do you think that COVID and the fact that we've had to go online a lot more has gently nudged people that before were daunted? Have you found with your work in the community, there is an appetite, there is an interest for to get more understanding and more learning around it? No. There is, because traditionally elderly people rely on the youngsters to help them with devices and handing over equipment. But I think in terms of social isolation, if you've got an elderly relative and you're on a Zoom call, it's really essential just to have that connection with other members of your family. Most people didn't really know what Zoom was before COVID. (laughs) We've all been using it in family get-togethers of people of all ages. So you mentioned Tower Hamlets, you've mentioned London and all the different boroughs you're working for. Tell us a little bit more about East End Homes and your partnership with them. Working with East End Homes has been great. They're very thorough and professional and their properties are so well maintained with repairs and the area around them is really clean. So what we find in general is that the deployment is really going well and we share the same practices in being professional in our work. So are you guys all on track then to installing all the broadband? What's your time frame for getting it all up and running? I would say probably in the next six to nine months, we will have connected the majority of the households. And I think it's just going really well. There's a lot of work, obviously, to bring this network to properties and you have to do it in a really compliant way. I was talking to one of the officers at Eastern Homes and they were explaining that working with you guys has been so positive because you've taken such good care of the buildings and quite often Probably through no fault of their own, it might just be speed. Some utility providers come along and just put bolts on where you're really taking time to get into the intricacies of the building so that the broadband works so effectively. I think it's just amazing to work with East End Homes who've got the foresight to decide at the same time to actually upgrade all their building management systems, which is what you're referring to. So yes, we'll provide the extra um, fibre connections, full fibre connections for their CCTV door entry as well as lift monitoring. So it's really a benefit for the landlord as well. Yeah, so it's a, a true partnership in how can this really bring real value to our residents and to our communities and I guess future proof the buildings and the digital broadband offer for some time to come because again another question and I'm getting techie now and I'm not a techie expert at all but by installing these this new broadband 
is does that have quite a long shelf life? What we're putting in is what I always describe as a Ferrari infrastructure. So we're already delivering three gigabits to re- residents if they want to take up that. Obviously, I've mentioned a package of 50 meg, uh, megabits per second, which is our basic package. But actually, the whole network is 10,000 megabits per second enabled. So it's very future proof. So you won't need upgrading in future, just as technology changes and the speeds increase. Um, already with the routers, we support Wi-Fi 6, which will support that three gigabit. So it's kind of like the next generation is here today. And I imagine that's great news for residents because if they're a bit like me, their streets and their buildings are constantly being dug up for broadband improvements. So to know that when they are being put in, it's for a little while and it's, it's going to look after them for some time is, is also good news. I think it's a really important point you raised there, Helen, because our infrastructure, it's kind of quite neat and compact. We're not using power from the landlord because it's fibre optic, it's light travelling through glass. And you're right, you don't want to have messy buildings and you don't want to have to constantly upgrade this. And another thing I wanted to mention is that we also use the underground ducts, so we're causing minimal disruption to the roads as well. There's so many different components to this, isn't there? It's quite fascinating. So this is all very exciting. We've got a brand new broadband system that's coming in, that's going to help residents' homes, that's going to support the buildings. What are going to be the main benefits for residents living in their homes? How will their experience be different with this new broadband that's coming into their homes? Well, it gives them infrastructure choice to buy something that's really affordable. I mentioned this 50 megabit service, which starts at £20 per month. So they can benefit from having access to broadband and add-on of digital telephones. They don't need to have a landline anymore. Mm -hmm. They can convert that to a digital phone, or perhaps they can drop the landline altogether. They can also purchase television as well, packages, and altogether it should actually just save them money on their pocket. And again, just living locally, the East End home residents will be able to enjoy gigafast speeds at their local community centres. I think we're connecting about seven in total. We'll offer some digital training if if they want to come along. And we've got uh, a lot of recruitment going on for more digital ambassadors, which is our peer-to-peer training group, so that they can speak the same languages, for example, and just support the community. That all sounds like win-win to me, especially the digital ambassador roles. Can you tell us a little bit more about them and how they work? So these are a group of volunteers from the community and I think we have about over 50 digital ambassadors. They really reflect the diverse backgrounds in London. So they speak multi-languages and are able to communicate with residents, encouraging them to get online. So if you're free or want to volunteer at the end of April, we're running a digital ambassador programme online where we hope to recruit more ambassadors to help in their community. And it's a peer-to-peer learning service. We work with Digital Unite and we do a lot of tailored programmes, teaching people about tenancy management, money management, but also also making digital fun, engaging and culturally appealing. As well as this super fast, speedy, excellent broadband, you've got humans 
coming alongside to help everybody. In the short time that you've worked with East End Homes, what three words would you use to describe them as a community-focused organisation? I think they're really thorough and I think they're strict and professional, if I was to sum it up. Can you explain the thorough bit? Yeah, I think they are really good in checking that what you're doing meets all the health and safety standards. They've got really good policies on communication, lovely processes, which just we align to. East End Homes are really incredible because when they move people from my research, they they deliver what they promise. I think the professional word that you propose the fact that from a partner perspective you can rely on them to deliver and you're supporting one another. Having worked with several organisations in the London Borough of Hamlets, you've won an award for your work with Poplar Harker. You know the borough well. How would you describe the sense of community in the borough? It's a great question Helen. I think the organisations we've been lucky enough to work with and partner with have really highlighted inequalities and disparity between incomes in this area, which is what I would describe as high-density housing. But I guess I would describe a sense of wealth of a community that's proud, that's made of different cultures, who are strong and evolving, and they welcome opportunity And they grab that and it's changing. Yeah, I think that description would definitely strike a chord with the residents and communities I know. They they do grab opportunities. They are welcome change. And the last 12 months has just shown the strength of the different communities in Tower Hamlets and how they've united to support one another and work our way through COVID so resiliently. Why do you think community is important to you as an individual? Obviously, you've been drawn to Community Fibre for the work that they're doing and their vision for better internet for everyone. But what about you? Community is central to human experience and it just gives us an opportunity to learn about each other. London is a melting pot. We've all come from diverse backgrounds. We should just learn to engage with our neighbours and find out how we can help. There's amazing stories uh, in the community at the moment, some extremely sad. But, you know, you want to have a positive spin. So it's just really important to me as an individual that we're doing whatever we can to help everybody around us. I'm coming to our our final question now. If there's one piece of music that sums up community, what would it be for you? What I think of is the soundtrack to a TV show, and I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but it's called Community, and it's written by Ludwig Göransson, released in 2010. Oh, I don't think I know that. I'll have to check it out. What is it about the piece of music that you like and evokes community for you? It's just joyful. We've all been through such a period of sadness, but I just think that we need something uplifting and this music just brings that out. That's lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today, Sophia. It's been really interesting listening to you and talking us through the benefits of broadband and it's clearly way more complicated than any of us (laughs) realise. But one thing that is 
100% certain is the fact that it's going to bring real benefits for East End Homes residents, not just in terms of them being able to get on the internet, but the security and well-being and future of their buildings as well. And of course, there's all the other great community stuff that complements their work that they do on the heart of every estate. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. A huge thank you to Sophia. It's been a real pleasure chatting to you today. And this is the last episode of the first series of Our House. On behalf of Social Landlord East End Homes, we'd like to thank everybody who's contributed to the last 10 episodes. A huge thank you to all the different residents, East End Homes staff and partners, and of course the listeners. Thanks so much for getting involved. I'd like to say a special shout out to our producer, Michaela Tranfield. I'm Helen New, this is Our House, and we plan to be back for a second series very soon. So until then, stay safe and well. In the middle of our street.